I don't understand. It is only here that I can control them. A family in balance, the light and the dark. Day with night. Destruction replaced by creation. Then why reveal yourselves to us? There are some who would like to exploit our power. The Sith are but one. Too much dark or light would be the undoing of life as you understand it. When news reached me that the Chosen One had been found, I needed to see for myself. The Chosen One is a myth. Is it? I should very much like to know. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital less than 12 parsons. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And we are joined by a very special guest today, Michelle. Thank you for having me. We're very excited to have you. We're excited. Absolutely. And so we met uh, Michelle actually through Instagram, through her account, uh, her Star Wars account on there, uh, Ahsoka X Tano. We'll make sure I get that right. Um, She posts a lot of cool uh, Rebels and things like that. It's got an awesome following on there as well. Um, even running through something special right now, her Rebels re- rewatch. Yes. 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 How's that been going for you so far? Good. You know, it is a lot of work. Um, <laughs> most of the stuff that I put together was like days in advance. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, posting five times a day is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So I have everything like set in these in folders and such. <laughs> In my like photos albums to get it already, but um, it's it's enjoyable. I've gotten a couple people that uh, follow, you know, and like yeah. will post things. So it's I love it. It's so cool. It's I like ugh, me. <laughs> I, I, it's like so crazy. It's crazy. Cool. <laughs> That's, That's so awesome. fun. Yeah, it's been really fun to follow and everything because you're posting concept art, behind the scenes yeah. kind of stuff, and everything about Rebels and starting from season one, and so. I mean, just the whole thing's just really awesome. I follow it every day. So, yeah, well, that's how it came. That's how I kind of came up with the idea. Is I was looking for concept art for another one of my comparison mm-hmm. posts, if you will. And I was like, "How many Rebels episodes are there?" And so I kind of tracked if I would be able to cover all of them in mm-hmm. the span of what summer I have before I go back to school. So then, yeah. I was able to do that. So I just decided, hey, you know what? Let's do this. So, yeah. That is too cool. (laughs) I would have been that organized. (laughs) Well, cool. So our episode uh, for this week um, is actually really fun. Something I've been looking forward to, I think, since we really started this podcast, you and I have talked about it. Um, We're going to talk about the balance of the force. Um, And we all watched uh, the Mortis art from Clone Wars. So it was really fun to relive Clone Wars and everything. That was my favorite arc of the whole series. It was my first time. Yeah. (laughs) It was my Uh, first time watching this arc. And I have to say, I turned on, um, because we don't know them by name and everything, but um, Mm -hmm. I turned it on and my 11-year-old goes, no, no. (laughs) No way. No. We are not. This is no way. <laughs> it was the cutest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. That's he amazing. He got so excited. So I knew I was in for a treat because he knew them out of all of the whole six yes. seasons. He 
That's amazing. He's, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, my wife watched it for the first time, and the uh, the scene where Anakin finds out who he's going to be with the swirling yeah. dust and everything, and, and she was literally on the edge of her seat, and all of a sudden, Vader's helmet showed up in the smoke, and she squealed out loud. <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I would have recorded that. It was the best. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so cool. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so we kind of wanted to talk about, because with the Mortis arc, and it's been attributed to kind of the balance of the Force um, since it really debuted, because even Dave Filoni himself uh, has kind of tried to keep it really ambiguous, um, not really answering a lot of questions about it. Um, Sam Witwer, who plays the son, uh, he voices the son. He's done the same thing. I've listened to interviews from him, and they're like, so can you tell us more about it? And he goes, it's better if I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's very very, I guess keeping it close to his chest with all of that and everything. But it's cool though because like we love our theories. I- I'm sure Michelle, <laughs> you love your theories as well. Um, it's just really cool that in Star Wars, like everything is just so open to interpretation. And with this, like I, I kind of want to know what you guys think it's saying about the balance of the Force. Yeah, well, let me, literally, I wrote down notes. Um, (laughs) So, well, first off, I thought it was interesting that the father chose to bring them to Mortis. Mm -hmm. Because at first I was like, oh, well, maybe that's just the whole will of the force thing. But the Mm -hmm. father was actually like, oh, I I heard that you were the chosen one. So then I was like, I'm going to bring you here. Fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... I don't know. I've gone back and forth with trying to figure out the force with these episodes mm-hmm. because at some point the fa- when Anakin goes to the well of the dark side, the, the father tells Obi-Wan, oh, it's the, the force is going to decide what happens to him. And like if he turns to the dark side and if he goes to kill the son. And, mm-hmm. But at the same time, the father kind of pushed him to do that almost. I, that's what I got from it. Um, and, well, yeah, so anyway, the will of the force made him go down to the well, and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, he sees his future, mm-hmm. which is obviously very big, and then the father, when he co- when Anakin comes back, and he's got us all big yellow eyes, oh my god. Oh, um, yeah, that was he, Before yes. he erases his memory, he goes, if there is to be balance, what you have seen must be forgotten. Yet, yet I was questioning... But the will, the force had to go down into that well to confront the sun. So technically, mm-hmm. you know, the force is this planet is supposed to be all about balance, and I just thought that was peculiar, kind of contradictory. I right, think it, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it sounds almost as if the father was trying to influence the balance. Right. Uh, that's how I took it because, like you said, he was like, "Hey, go, if the if he goes down there, he goes down there." But yeah. then when it came down to him actually knowing, right, he's like, he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! That doesn't serve my purposes." Right. <laughs> and so it, it was just kind of strange because when I first watched the Mortis arc way back when, uh, not when it premiered, but a few years ago, I had initially thought that the father, the son and the daughter were the actual, like the embodiments of the force. Uh, I never caught that he called themselves force wielders. So they're just really really proficient in the force and it, it they're not these deities created by the force, which is something that I thought that they were at one point, which makes it interesting as to it, it, you're still open to that human interpretation. 
because even though the whole time they're saying, oh, well, there's the balance between the dark and the light and you have the daughter and the son and they have to be subdued. And that's what causes balance. But does it? Yeah. <laughs> that was my thing, because uh, I, I love the scene where he uh, he actually was controlling the daughter and the son when they yeah. had Ahsoka and Obi-Wan. Um, when he just all of a sudden just yelled, Neil, and they dropped, I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, it just, it it blew my mind. It gave me chills because, I mean, Anakin is that powerful. And Qui-Gon's quote when when they were in the cave to Obi-Wan, talking about if he's the chosen one, you'll find it out here. Um, And then on top of that, he's like, well, what if it's not? He's, well, as powerful as he is, you're in a lot of danger. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. things are not going to go your way if he's as powerful as he is. Um, so that's what kind of makes me think. So what what is balance, I guess, is what I want to kind of find out. Because, I mean, obviously balance to us in our simple minds would be like tipping the scales one way or the other. I've heard the argument of too many light side users, too many dark side users, and things like that. But is that really it? What do you think? I think that, um, like, this goes back to the father. He's supposed mm-hmm. to kind of be in the middle. Told you. To, <laughs> <laughs> to do the light and the dark. But, mm-hmm. like you said, he's he's kind of selfish in a way that mm-hmm. he interferes with this process. The chosen one. He... I think that it was selfish and it cost him his children in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, obviously they're probably still around at some, on some level. Um, as powerful as they are, I would as imagine. As powerful yeah. as they are, you're, they're not going to die by a lightsaber, but mm-hmm. you know, that's a totally <laughs> different. Um, but yeah, I think that he, had he not interfered Things might have crept on for a little while longer, but he was very selfish in that thinking that the chosen one had to be his situation. Mm-hmm. Of all of the prophecy, the chosen one is meant for me. And I think that that's always how people always think, oh no, this is our prophecy. <laughs> this one's mine. This yeah. one's my prophecy. <laughs> Definitely. I thought um, it was funny that I mean, it almost made me feel like uh, a dad driven crazy by his kids. He told he told Anakin, you know, you're the chosen one. You're going to have to stay with them and I'm just going to take off. Yeah, yeah, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, I can't deal with these kids. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with these crazy kids. You yeah. take them. <laughs> so yeah. what do you think about as far as like when you think the balance of the force, Michelle, what do you think it means? That's hard because the father erased Anakin's memory so that he would, you know, leave the planet and eventually, I mean, we know how the rest of Star Wars pans out. He becomes Darth Vader and does all these, he still does these horrible things that he sees in his vision, Mm -hmm. but then does bring balance to the force. So in that case, I almost think balance is a combination of destruction and you know, order as we've okay. seen in all the movies and mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. I like that. 
That's interesting. Because, <laughs> yeah, because the whole thing of too many light side, too many dark side never made sense to me. Um, and I have a feeling that in episode eight, we're going to see a different side of it all together um, with Ray being something new. And I, we've talked about this on our previous podcast um, in great detail. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting to think about the force because it's not one thing to one or, or one thing to all people. As far as when you think about it, what the balance means and things like that, and who could be the chosen one, there's different answers across the board. Uh, some feel Luke, some feel Anakin. Um, I've even heard Ray uh, as a possible chosen one. And so that kind of makes me wonder, I, I, I want to know what the prophecy was to begin with, because <laughs> I feel like it's been mistranslated or something. <laughs> um, because, you know, you have the, well... Uh, so-and-so told me this and this and this, and it got passed down and that and all this other stuff. And there was more to it, but you know, we gave short form. <laughs> we didn't have all that time. Uh, we reduced it to Twitter. Uh, so, uh, characters, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so I, I think that I wonder if we'll actually find out what the prophecy is, uh, truly is about the one who brings balance to the force. Um, because balance to me is not, you have an even amount on either side because no matter what, there's still conflict. Um, you still have fighting and it's always going to be an endless fight if that were the case. And so with the balance, I feel like it's more of being able to wield both, being able to solidly be one with the force. See, that's, that's always been my feelings as far as what balance is to me is that someone that, is not necessarily ruled by anger and pain, but doesn't mm -hmm. fear it in a, a, a moment of weakness is not mm -hmm. going to define you. You just move right. on and you become a better person and you mm -hmm. use the force to do things like your housework or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. why not though? <laughs> that force to do the laundry. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm not going to be ashamed. I would absolutely do that I all would. the time. I'd I would be sitting on the couch and just, I need this. <laughs> yep. yep. I need you to go do this, but do you? <laughs> yes, absolutely. That would actually come really handy in my line of work. <laughs> I work customer service. So, yeah, yeah I work with people all the time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, don't tell anybody. But, anyways. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, as far as Mortis goes, like, so with, cause it kind of confused me too, with how the son immediately was remorseful of every action he made. Like, did y'all catch that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where it was literally like, yeah, he, he killed the daughter. Oh no, I shouldn't have done that. Then he killed his father. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was terrible. Dude, you like hardcore was in it like the whole time. <laughs> so it was just like out of nowhere, he was just immediately like, Oh, that was a terrible decision. I shouldn't have done that. And I don't know why I did that. You absolutely know why you did that. <laughs> and that was the craziest thing to me. This, I, I didn't really, I don't know. I guess I really didn't really understand his real point, I guess. Like he kind of had a, uh, Palpatine kind of vibe to him at one point. He even sounded like Palpatine at one point. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Yeah, I hear My that. wife jumped off the couch and screamed, that's Palpatine. That's Palpatine. <laughs> like freaked out because it was at the end of one of his little sentences. I think it was in the vision that Anakin yeah. had. His yeah. dream. At the end of it, and he was he said something about rule the galaxy or whatever. <laughs> like yeah. he actually said it like Palpatine. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I bet they overlaid like the Palpatine voice over like, you know, Sam Whitworth. Oh, cool. that, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that was awesome. Like there were so many little Easter eggs in this. That's yeah. what I love so much about it. There were so many just little things. And actually um, I pointed this out to Heather and it may not, it, I mean, it's kind of sidetrack right now, but uh, uh, so, you know, Dave Filoni is all about his wolves and things like that. Um, oh, I know what you're going to say. Cause I looked that up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's a wolf constellation um, in the last episode of the Mortis yeah. arc. Uh, it's just, briefly comes on and i don't know if it's because of his love of wolves but the fact that there is a wolf coming up in rebels and everybody was like oh it's ahsoka it's ahsoka well that's out of the window for one but the fact that that's there almost makes me feel like there may be something to that Mm -hmm. um because we have the owl and twilight of the apprentice and and things like that i still feel like ahsoka may be somewhat of an embodiment of the daughter I think, i i I don't know because i mean back to the whole thing about them dying like so you had Darth Plagueis the Wise who could manipulate life and stuff like that, but he couldn't save himself. Um, I mean, do you not think that these all-powerful beings of the Force may be able to tap into something like that? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because they did keep themselves isolated, so mm-hmm. we don't really know if they would be able to manifest themselves outside of Mortis, mm-hmm. but it's possible. Yeah. That's interesting because his son was all uh, all into getting off of Mortis. Yeah. So I wonder if he would have just turned to Ash as he crossed the platform. <laughs> He's like, well, there's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, who are your, what are your thoughts on The Chosen One? Because it's always The Chosen One this, The Chosen One that. Even the father didn't seem really... I guess really set on who the chosen one was. He was like, Oh, I heard. And then he saw Anakin's power and just assumed that he was. But I noticed throughout the episode rewatching it, that he never, that it was never confirmed that Anakin is the chosen one because the father doesn't seem to have that kind of for, I mean, that's how I took it. Um, Didn't seem like he had that real knowledge. Like he's not the force. He was the father of, he just had that, had, had the ability of the force he was very proficient so what do you think well i wrote down that the father tells anakin that he brought balance to mortis and if he stays on the path of what you know living his life and that he would do it again for the galaxy Mm -hmm. so i i don't know i took it as the father was confirming that anakin was the chosen one and especially after overlords when he saves both ahsoka and obi-wan Mm-hmm. And he kind of confirms that he has the ability to control his two children. He's like, okay, well, now I need you to stay here. And Anakin says, no, I'm not going to. And so to me, I always thought that the father did know that Anakin was the chosen one. But mm-hmm. something that I thought was interesting is he's like, it has to be your choice if you're going to stay here. So in that sense, mm-hmm. even though he told Anakin, oh, I'm dying and I need you to replace me. He still gave him the free will to, you know, Eventually, he mm-hmm. Anakin will go down this dark path and bring balance to the horse. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, in him seeing, saying that he is the chosen one, I wonder what qualification he was looking for. Because, I mean, even Qui-Gon mentioned how if he wasn't the chosen one, mm-hmm. how powerful he is in the Force, everyone's in danger. So, which everyone eventually long down the line becomes in danger. Um, he he ends up being something that's not good for the galaxy. He, I mean, I don't feel like he ever really brought balance. And if he did, it would have been at the end of Return of the Jedi. At that last moment where he turned, he, he kind of redeemed himself and right. was like, all right, well, yeah, I was, I kind of acted a little weird. I got it <laughs> and everything. Um but I don't know. What do you think, Heather? I think that when he was in the end, when he made his decision to throw the emperor, you know, and go do the thing. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of the words, Um, (laughs) but he played shot put with the emperor. Yes. (laughs) Um, So I think that that was his way of balancing things because Mm -hmm. before him, it was very light dominant. Mm -hmm. And then during his short distance as Darth Vader, I mean, in the whole scheme of things, Mm -hmm. um, he, I mean, was a bad guy and brought, it way towards the dark, but then he did aid in the end in bringing mm-hmm. balance along with Luke. And I, I think that maybe the chin, the chosen one is a generational thing that just gets mm-hmm. handed on down the line. The force says you're fired and moves on. Not necessarily <laughs> you're fired. You've done your job and now it's the next. Yeah. It, and it doesn't even have to be generational as in that mm-hmm generational line but mm-hmm. like ray even if she's not a skywalker can still be a chosen i know i know but <laughs> anyway um I don't know. <laughs> um but yeah even if she's not you know a skywalker she can still be a chosen one and that can be her goal in her generation is to maintain and bring forth a true balance to the force. Yeah. I could agree with that. I, I, but I mean, and then it comes back to the question again, though, what, what constitutes balance? Is it peace in the galaxy? Is it See, I, a mastery of the force? Saying, during the Mortis yeah. arc, when Anakin's like, and will there be peace? The idea mm. of peace doesn't necessarily mean no fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea of peace to me is the freedom to choose your mm-hmm. own destiny. Yeah, True. You don't have it's... to get somebody else to choose your destiny for you. Yeah. It's fighting and peace. Because, I mean, thinking about everything that Anakin did on Mortis, I mean, he killed the son and then the daughter died and then gave her life to Ahsoka. So it's this combination of like light things and dark things. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I could see that. Uh, but then comes the thing of then it, cause fighting in peace is what we already have technically. 
I mean, we have our moments of peace and then it's, well, Star Wars. Um, so it's a constant battle. Exactly. And so, it's a constant battle. Is it yeah. really ever going to be over? And that's why it's generational mm -hmm. is because it's really never going to be over. That's why Star Wars can really endure. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Um, but, and, and like, like you said, so, so it almost makes me wonder this, this prophecy of sorts of the one who will bring balance to the force. Um, cause it sounds like it's a final thing. Like this is the end game that everyone's going for is we need the chosen one who will bring balance to the force. Well, what does that mean? Um, and so I, I'm wondering if the prophecy isn't all it's cracked up to be, um, because it's just, I don't know, like, like, like you said, I mean, it's, it's unending. And so it's just constant war and everything. So it's almost as if whoever received said prophecy, either it's been diluted over the generations, which is entirely possible with as ancients prophecies go, um, <laughs> or this is the will of the force. And that's what's weird to me, I guess, if that makes sense. So there's a prophecy about the force, but the force kind of prevents it from almost solidifying. Yeah. Because yeah. it's almost as if the force keeps it in constant. Uh, it's not necessarily the force, but the, the ones who can tap into the force keep it in constant disarray. Mm -hmm. So then there can't be balance, but then they all strive for balance. <laughs> At the same time, there still can't be balance. And so it's kind of a, a losing battle. I don't know. What do you think? You look like you have something to say. <laughs> no, I just, um, oh, okay. <laughs> like it's to me, the battle in itself is balance. I mean, because yeah, it's, it's never ending, but that's life. Life just kind of, kind of keeps chugging along and mm -hmm. you keep, trying to make it work and it mm -hmm. works out somehow or it doesn't. <laughs> Those are the two yeah. options. And so <laughs> that's kind of how um, this goes. And yeah, I do think maybe the prophecy has gotten very um, convoluted over time. And I think that they've put in, They've put in. <laughs> That's a southern term, right? But yeah, <laughs> it's usually served with dinner after dinner. Um, but uh, you know, they place a lot of stock in one thing, and they think that this one thing is going to save them. But sometimes you got to be that thing, and you got to get there, and you have to save yourself. So I like it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it also stands to reason. So with this constant push and pull, um, cause it seems like the Jedi, their goal is only to extinguish the dark side, which can't be extinguished because it's part of the force. Exactly. That's so the great kind of, that's how they fell. Yeah. That's the great contradiction of, we need to get rid of the dark side. But you can't. You can't. <laughs> it's still there for whoever wants to draw on it and everything. And so do you think that there need to be dark side wielders in order to have the balance? Or 
going with uh, episode eight, do you think that Ray will bring that balance by being something brand new? Mm. Oh. <laughs> I like both of those. I like I like both of those ideas. <laughs> so do you do you think so obviously the the it's time for the Jedi to end. I mean, it may just be a sound bite or an out of context sentence. Um but I mean, that's a big thing to put in a trailer for that. Um what do you think Ray will become or do you think she will have that ability to become something different? <laughs> what do you think, Michelle? I don't know. I'm. I mean, we know that Luke's going to train her, so mm-hmm. to probably be a Jedi. Mike, here's my kind of theory. I don't know what it is. He'll start to train her as a Jedi, and then something will happen that will cause him to say it's time for the Jedi to end, or something will happen, and he'll get like a. Maybe she'll have a vision and things will get explained mm-hmm. or something. Um, but I think it's, I like, I do like the idea of her sort of being this new Jedi in a way. Mm-hmm. We all know great Jedi isn't canon. <laughs> uh, this new Jedi of sorts. Uh, Neither Jedi was Thrawn at one point. That's, um, <laughs> that's true. Very true. Um, yeah. I like it. Be, that's cool. Uh, Heather's a firm believer in the great Jedi. <laughs> Yeah. I don't call him Jedi. <laughs> I kind of, I have an aversion to the word Jedi, but uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely gray all the way. For mm-hmm. oh, as Maul likes to, Maul told Ahsoka in Twilight of the Apprentice, uh, a part-timer. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that made me mad for her when he said that. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> Throwing Taking shit. shots. Yeah. All right, guys. So that is our episode. So thank you so much for listening. Um, We had a blast. Yes. (laughs) And Michelle, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here and talk good stuff with you. Uh, You guys can follow me if you're not already doing that. Uh, Oh, well, absolutely. (laughs) Where can they find you? Uh, My uh, Instagram is at AhsokaXTano. That's the only social media I have as far as Star Wars-wise. Um, and right now I am doing a project of sorts called hashtag rebels rewatch. Uh, so right now I'm going through all the rebels episodes and just posting concept art and stills and scenes, lots of fun stuff. And so that's all going to be leading up to season four, whenever that premieres in the fall. So yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm not ready for rebels to end. (laughs) I'm going to cry. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We will, we we can cry collectively. (laughs) Absolutely. So thank you again so much for joining us. It was a lot of fun. Um, And guys, you can check us out at KesselRunWeekly.com. All our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at KesselRunWeekly. And look out for our episodes. We have new episodes coming every single Wednesday and Friday. Um, we will have our book club coming out and some other cool stuff for Wednesday because unfortunately, and as sad as it is, our Thrawn book is nearing an end. <laughs> and so we will have some new stuff for our book club and things like that. We're discussing possibly doing our Darth Vader comic series. Um, so that'll be awesome. <laughs> so cool. So guys, just be sure to check us out at KesselRunWeekly.com. And again, Michelle, thank you so much. Can't say that enough. (laughs) All right, guys. And so for Kessel Run Weekly, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. And may the force be with you.